Minnesota has these kids staying home sweet home and ready to row. Two new commits, and then we're talking some spring practice defense before the spring game. You are no locked on happens, Golden Gophers. No matter what we're going to do here, we're just going to keep rowing. Your daily podcast on the Minnesota uh, Golden turns out, Gophers. Whatever turns out, we're just going to keep rowing. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're just going to keep rowing, keep rowing, and keep rowing. You're listening to Locked On Golden Gophers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. My name's Kane Robb, host of the podcast, former collegiate football video coordinator and recruiting assistant here to talk Golden Gophers with you each and every day of the week, Monday through Friday. Now, today we've got defense recap when it comes to spring ball, plus two. Yeah, that's right. Two new commits to talk about since we last talked about commits here at Locked On Golden Gophers, and that is two defensive commits, and it is an exciting time, folks. It is a good time indeed, so be sure to hit subscribe over on YouTube so you're never missing out on any of the latest Gophers daily content, and be sure to follow wherever you get your podcasts at Locked On Golden Gophers. You can find us anywhere and everywhere that you find podcasts. Now, I am excited to be the first listen for you out there for Gophers Daily Sports. And we're talking two commits today right from the jump, Koi Parrish and Mo Sane. Now, look, that's two Minnesota guys staying home on top of some others. The class grows 11 current commits for the Minnesota Golden Gophers. Now, let's talk about Koi because Koi is an athletic freak from Esco, Minnesota, and one of the top kids in the state. Many were writing him off saying, nah, he's going to Wisconsin. Nah, he's going to Michigan. He's got these big time offers and it seems like he's not all in on us. So like I'm hesitant, I'm skeptical, blah, blah, blah. It doesn't matter because Koi is staying home. He's ready to row and the fan base is ecstatic about it because he commits. He stays home. He stays with Minnesota and he plays safety on the defense. So that's two safeties in this class in Zaheer Rayner. And Koi Parrish now, he had five, he had multiple, not just five, but he had multiple power five scholarships, including Illinois, including Iowa, including Kansas, Michigan, Nebraska, Northwestern, Vanderbilt, Washington, and Wisconsin. All those school, schools were in on and aggressively pursuing Koi Parrish. Now, defensively, because he's a safety, right? Defensively, he had 75 tackles, two sacks four forced fumbles, and three interceptions as a junior. He got it done all over the field. He got it done in multiple ways in committing turnovers, or getting getting turnovers, not committing them, forcing turnovers, four forced fumbles, three interceptions, seven total turnovers, along with 75 tackles. But he didn't just do it on the defensive side of the ball. Like I said, he is an athletic freak. He flipped on the offense, and he made an impact on special teams. On the offensive side of ball, he rushed for 813 yards and 11 touchdowns, as well as getting 354 receiving yards and nine touchdowns. This dude was just scoring left and right. He's a defensive playmaker. He's an athletic freak. He's got some nice speed to him. Honestly, he fits the Joe Rossi's defense and how he likes to play and just the fundamentals and the concepts of it all a ton. And the reason he fits it a ton is because he plays 
with instinct. He he is just natural. He reacts. He's able to understand and move. And you know what? That goes a long way. You can't teach instinct. You can try to develop instinct. You can try to make and form good positive habits to contribute towards instinct, but you can't teach instinct. Now, Coy also has a quick burst and is effective in the run defensive game. So I think he's going to be a great player for the Gophers overall. <clears throat> then, oh, wait, before I move on to saying, we have to talk about another big hitter as well. I mean, Koi can lay the smack down. We've, that's now multiple prospects we've talked about with that. We've talked about that with Rainer. We've talked about that with Sunroom. And now we see it again with Koi as well. <clears throat> this defense, man, this defense and the prospects that they're bringing in, along with some of the guys on the defense currently, and these are some big hitters. They're great tacklers. And I am excited to see the power that this defense continues to play with and develop over the years. But let's talk about that other commit in Mosain. <clears throat> now, he's a defensive tackle from Eden Prairie. He had other offers from Arizona State, Kansas State, Iowa State, and Kansas. He's got great length to him. He's got a great reach to him, which I know will make Coach Debo happy over there on the defensive line. But also, shout out to friend of the show, Daniel House, who I know will enjoy that aspect as well. Now, for more information on these guys, you can always check out the articles over at Minnesota Rivals, where they're always dropping who's committing and some information about them. So definitely give that a look over there. But one thing that stands out to Sane for me is that he never gives up on any play. He is always finishing through plays. Even if he's on the opposite side of the field and the run is going the other way, he is coming across and making sure he stays in the play in case something happens. He never gives up and he's never out on any play. Similar to kind of Kyler Baugh. You see that a ton with him. You saw it a ton with him at the FCS level. You saw it with him in his first year with the Gophers and just the heart that he plays with. And he's never giving up. He's always pushing. He's always fighting. He's always growing. That is an encouraging thing to see from a high school prospect. You don't have to teach something like that. You don't have to, you just love to see it, okay? Now, it's a rock-solid addition, a great add on the interior defensive line, a guy that also could pair well with Riley Sunroom. So, man, oh, man, this defense and, and the prospects that are coming through from the 23 class, from 24 class, Defense is being prioritized. You can see it, and it is going well in this 2024 class. You're talking about Parrish. You're talking about Rainer. You're talking about Sunroom. You're talking about Sane. You're talking about Abisiri. You're talking about Seidel. You're talking about Pretzlaff. That's seven. That's right. Count it. Seven commits on the defensive side of ball of the 11 commits for Minnesota in this 2024 class. They are restocking that depth. They are getting a ton of athletes, a ton of dudes that are ready to grind and really build the foundation of this team on defense like it has been for year after year these past few years and a top 15, top 10 defense in the nation. So to continue to see that depth and talent building up, you just absolutely get excited, get stoked by something like that. Because if you're hyped for this draft class, I mean, if you're hyped for all these guys coming through and all these local Minnesota kids staying home, I believe that's five or six of the top nine kids from the state of Minnesota that have officially committed to home. It's it's this boat is rowing, folks. It's it's rowing and people can make fun of that all they want, but if you see the turnout and you see the success starting to build, you see the upward trajectory, you see more kids staying home, you see more potential coming through, it's hard to ignore it. It's hard to deny it. 
Now, if you're hyped about this draft class so far, be sure to drop a like on this video and be sure to subscribe because you will want to find out about the future commits as well, which we will talk about each time they happen. Now, hopefully we're going to need a bigger boat for this draft class and the defensive side of it because Wyatt Gilmore is the player, uh, one of the top players in the state that is still heavily considering Minnesota. He had done visits here with, and he had been in those visits and made a good relationship with Riley Sunrim, which had been talked about. He's obviously co close with Koi Parrish, which we've now seen has joined the squad. It's your turn, Wyatt. Head on over. Let's stay home. Let's row. Let's do this thing. I'm ready for it. You're ready for it. The fans are ready for it. Let's make it happen. And if any of you want to hop on the show, want to come do an interview, let the fans get to know you a little bit deeper, definitely do that. Hit me up, message me on Twitter at Gophers Kane Rob or at LO Golden Gophers to any of the recruits that listen. I know a few of them do from the 23 class. Hopefully some of these 24 start tuning in as well. But overall, be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss any content on these guys moving forward. Now, Saturday is the spring game, meaning spring is coming to a close. But did any surprising players assert themselves into starter opportunities? I think one player certainly did, and we are going to talk about that coming up next. First, I have to talk to you about our friends over at Bill Bar because guess what? Starting... April 22nd, something exciting is coming to Built.com, and I don't have all of the details yet, but the excitement is real, and it's something you don't want to miss. If you know how Built works, they have the most incredible protein bars in the world, and they do amazing flavor drops with unreal flavors in limited quantity. So mark your calendars and head to Built.com on Saturday, April 22nd to be the first to discover what all the hype is about. I can't wait to see what this new flavor is. It's, it's locked down tight. The secrets are so locked up that they're not even telling the hosts right now. So make sure to use promo code LOCKDOWN15 and you'll get 15% off your order over at Built.com and show up on April 22nd to see what all the hype is about. March Madness is right around the corner. If you want to win your office pool, you need to stay caught up with all the college basketball action with the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Every Monday, Andy Patton and Isaac Shade recap the biggest stories in college basketball, keep you up to date on the NCAA tournament bubble, and get you ready for the upcoming week of games. From the Big East to the Mountain West and everywhere in between, Andy and Isaac have college hoops covered on the Locked On College Basketball Podcast. Available on YouTube and wherever you get podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now, Gophers fans, thank you so much for making Locked On Golden Gophers your first listen when it comes to Gophers Daily Sports. And I appreciate all the everydayers out there that tune into the show each and every day. You're vibing, you're, you're chatting in the comments. I always appreciate those. You know what's going on, and you always can refer back to some of the hot topics we've talked about throughout the season. Now, the everydayers also know that Tristan Spanford, bro brother of Brevin Spanford, joins us during the season once a week to talk some Gophers predictions, and those shows are can't miss. We have some good fun with those. We've even had a, a show with Brevin and Tristan on the show. If you haven't caught that yet, definitely, you know what? I'll do you a favor so you can start to be an everydayer. I will link it at the end of this show so you do not miss that awesome interview we had between the two brothers and myself. It was a great chat. 
but it's why you got to tap in, why you got to hit subscribe, and you don't miss out on this content. We're going to talk about the spring defense. Now, today it's going to be all about defense. Tomorrow we're going to cover offense, but we're going to talk about the things like players who have stood out. We're going to talk about the things that are the biggest storylines from this time so far. And then we're going to end this thing with questions that remain heading into the spring game. So definitely kick back, relax, throw this on while you're working, throw it on on your drive back from work to work, you name it. But let's jump into the spring defense. Now, players who have stood out to me thus far, absolutely Justin Wally. His leadership has been very prominent, especially teaching these younger cornerbacks in the room. Now, you got to realize, Justin Wally is a junior. He started since he was a true freshman, and he understands what it's like to play very young in the Big Ten. And now he is an upperclassman. He is the main face of that cornerback room, and he is taking on a huge leadership role when you have only two other scholarship players currently practicing with the Gophers in Rylan Kelly and Tariq Watson at that cornerback position. Now they have another scholarship player coming in in the fall, in the fall or in the summer in Zaquan Bryan as well, who will be an athletic freak and be absolutely ready to hit the ground running as well. So you have a ton of young talent in that room, ready to learn, ready to grow. But then you've also got two other walk-ons in that room as well. Victor Pless is in there doing some work. And you know what? It's a very young room. It's a very inexperienced room. It is probably the biggest concern room. We've heard me say that before, but Justin Wally is absolutely doing what he can to help coach these guys up, help train these guys up, work with Coach Nick Monroe, a.k.a. Swag Daddy, and getting these guys right. They're getting a ton of reps, and so I've loved what I've seen as far as leadership and the little details, the intricacies that that uh, Wally is working with in this spring sessions. And you know what? He's been closing windows for our quarterbacks as well. He has been absolutely flying all over the field, making it difficult to want the, to have the quarterback pass it his way because he closes the gap very quickly. I'm intrigued by what he's going to do this year. I think it's going to be a big year for Justin Wally and he's definitely stood out. Now the player that has stood out maybe the most, and maybe has pushed himself into absolute starter territory is Jack Henderson, in my opinion. He's a guy that showed out and he impressed the coaches just by his size and what he put on the tape from FCS. And then when he gets in the portal, the coaches are excited about him. Coach uh, Rossi had even talked about, like, I thought this dude was a linebacker with his build, but then he's out there playing safety and flying around, and that was impressive. Then he comes in, he joins the winter lifting program, and he's doing all the team sessions and winter lifts with the team in January and whatnot. And he's standing out not only among the coaches, but I talked to a few of the players and they're like, yeah, man, this Jack Henderson kid, he he gets it. He does it. He's he's something he's going to be real. You see that you hear that you get excited as a, a media, as a fan. And you're like, OK, Jack Henderson, write that down. Let me let me remember that. Let me file that back just in case. And then you go out there and you see what he's doing on the field and these limited practice opportunities that we get to see. And you see. He's flying around out there too. He's looking good out there too. He's closing in real nice. He is flying off on a on a nickel blitz. He's uh giving issues to the quarterback and reading and anticipating. Like he's built for it. He is built for it. And so you see it in the the early process. You see it in the lifting. You see it on the field. Now, dude is an absolute athlete, and he's set for a major role a major role and an impact in 2023. I think he's going to play that Flip Dixon safety nickel role. I think there might even be some more intricate 
elements added to the flexibility with these guys in the safety in the nickel. So I think he is going to be a major player on this defense. I could, I think he's going to be a major leader on this defense and kind of let his work on the field show speak for him. Now, I think also he's going to likely be a fan favorite out there soon enough. Now, I know Ryan Burns absolutely loves this dude. He's in on him. And you know what? I think he already has him as a my guy of sorts for this Gophers roster. Now, maybe not quite to the level of a Brevin Span Ford, but I'm just letting you know I do hear that pitter-patter when I am seeing Jack Henderson and I see Ryan Burns on the field. So I definitely think that's a guy he's going to be excited by. Now, the next player that has stood out, in my opinion, I'm a huge fan. I've been talking about him on the show for a year now. It's been a year since I hopped on this Lockdown Golden Gophers channel. And you know what? I still got major love for him. I'm excited by the talent. And that is Devin Eastern. He has absolutely been growing under this new defensive line coach in Coach Debo. I know the energy in that room is fantastic, but you know what? He dealt with a little bit of injury. The last practice the media was able to see, hopefully he'll be clear for the spring game, but that is to be determined. Now, overall, throughout the spring, injury aside, this dude has worked. He has grinded. He has the size. He's had the size. He has the length and has had that reach. You could see the talent just oozing off of this guy. And I am so excited for him to actually get the opportunity to get in there and push and grow and make a name for himself and get the experience on the field because you only can grow so much doing these background things in the background, working with the coaches and whatnot. But you get this man on the field, you let him learn in live action, especially in non-conference play, and you let him grow in that, that situation. Look, I think he is reaming with talent, and I am excited to see what he does. Now, he was pushing Trill Carter. I think he could have been a reason, a part of a reason, not the full reason, but a part of the reason why Trill Carter's like, you know what, I might want to transfer. Why would you want to be the starter, be the dude, and then get pushed by someone up and coming to maybe take some of those snaps, some of those looks, because he's showing out in the practices, showing out in the workouts, and you know what, I think that could have played a small factor in it. And it only gets me more excited. Now, like I said, he has the size. He has the ability to be a monster in the Big Ten. If he can continue to play free, it'll be huge for his growth and for the opportunities moving forward. Now, the last player that I think really has stood out and made a name for himself in these spring sessions on the defensive side of ball is Devin Williams. I think he's secured the Will linebacker role as a starter, saw elements of creativity with him in his usage. He can play in coverage. He can play on the blitz and in blitz packages, and he has solid speed. He can fly around the corner. Decent, like I said, in coverage as well. And it's nice to see him continue to grow and do well and get into this opportunity. I remember last year we were hearing uh, little bits about, you know what, Devin Williams could be a guy. He could be a guy that contributes to his opportunity. Just didn't happen last year, but I think there is no question. It will be happening this year. So I'm excited to see him as well. And I think that those are the guys that really have stood out the most in these practices, in these spring sessions. Justin Wally, Jack Henderson, Devin Eastern, Devin Williams. Now, those are the biggest winners of the defense in my eyes so far. But you've got guys like Kyler Baugh, like Cody Lindenberg, like Darius Green, like Danny Strigal, who have all had strong play and will be staples in this defense and get a ton of snaps. And of course, Tyler Newbin is Tyler Newbin. Like, 
you don't have to put any question marks about around that. You know he's going to be a dog. You know he's going to get interceptions. You know he's going to lay impact tackles. Like he's going to be in there like swimwear. So I'm not worried about Tyler Newbin because he's looked really nice in the practices that we have seen. And I've kind of been looking past that on who is going to contribute with Tyler Newbin. So that's kind of where we've seen the winners of this defensive side of ball. I think there's been intriguing flashes from a guy like Coleman Bryson and from a guy like Anthony Smith, who I continue to tout on the show because, look, he is an athletic freak. When he, I've said it before, I'll say it again, I really do think Anthony Smith is going to find a way onto the field sooner than later. And once he does, once he has that door cracked open and he gets a little bit of opportunity, there is no turning back. I'm telling you, this dude is going to be a freak, a dog, a guy that is coming off the edge, maybe one of the most impactful edge rushers for the Gophers once he gets that opportunity. So I am excited for those type of guys. I'm excited for that. But what have been the biggest storylines for this camp, for the spring session so far? I think the biggest storylines, of course, from the fan perspective is transfers. What is going on with some of these guys? Now, Ryan Stapps might be more medically retirement type feel. We still haven't really heard too much on that. But you've got Jacob Knuth. You've got Trill Carter. You've got Beanie Bishop. Like all these guys transferring. Uh, Donald Willis, Braylon Oliver. Well, Oliver was earlier. But you get what I'm saying. you got all these guys transferring. It's like, is there something going on? Is something happening? Should we be concerned? You know, I'm actually not too concerned by it. I do think. You know, the trail one was very interesting, but outside of that, and Beanie Bishop, I'm going to, I'm going to walk that back. Beanie Bishop was a pretty interesting one as well, because you'd think both of those guys were going to play major opportunities here, but I think there are things happening behind the scenes and whatnot that maybe have funneled that helped channel that. I talked to one player and he thinks that Beanie, part of Beanie Bishop transferring also could have been wanting to be closer to home. He's from uh, the Kentucky area, I believe. And so I know he was looking at Louisville. He officially committed to West Virginia. But again, that's closer to home and winter doesn't hit like it does here. So if that's the case, I mean, it is what it is. You can't change a guy's desire or preference to be closer to home and not in the winter weather and the elements. But it was a little baffling. Overall, I'm not too worried about the transfers, but I think that has been a storyline for the Gophers. Now, the cornerback room and the depth there has absolutely been a, a story, and I think it's the number one story heading out of the spring sessions because I think this Gophers team is going to have some additions in that room. It's just how many, how impactful. We'll keep you posted here at Locked On Golden Gophers. Sam linebacker depth, I think that could be a question as well. Outside of the nickel guys, you've only really seen Jody Ger Gerlach playing in that role. Uh, overall, I think a storyline has been cleaning up the on-field communication on both the offensive side of ball and defensive side of ball. So I think that's something that still is being worked through. Uh, overall, it's been a relatively quiet spring from linebacker transfer Ryan Selig. Now, I don't know exactly why that is. Maybe he's still getting up to speed and getting into the process of things, but we haven't seen a ton of them. You've seen some, him work with the twos a bit, but we'll see how that continues to grow and if that continues to be a bigger opportunity or not for him. Unfortunately, there was the injury to Chris Collins, uh, the edge rusher coming from North Carolina. Now, hopefully he'll be able to go in the fall. That would be awesome. I haven't heard too much on that injury, but it was a storyline this spring. And then the final one, I think it's how aggressive is Minnesota going to get in the portal at defensive back. Now, 
There is one question overall, though, that stands specifically stands out for the Gophers defensively in the spring game and moving forward. And we are going to talk about that number one question and a few others that we are curious to be addressed by this defense coming up next. All right, we're wrapping this one up, Gophers fans. We're talking some questions for the spring game and moving forward with this defense. What are the biggest questions to close off this spring and moving forward? The first one, I think, is who will start at cornerback across from Justin Wally. Now, we know this year's spring practice or spring game format is going to be a little bit different, but we don't know how different yet. So we'll see what happens there. But I think at the moment, if I had to take a stab in the dark and go with it, I think Tariq Watson is the guy who is going to be across from Justin Wally right now. I think he's seen a lot more of the opportunities, but I think he's played a little bit cleaner than Rylan Kelly so far. Both of them have a ton of talent, ton of upside. We'll see it, who puts in more work in the summer, but I think the first shot in fall camp as of right now would probably be Tariq Watson. Now, the second question that I think is really interesting is the creativity with safeties. How are we going to feature the safety position even more in my eyes? Because I think Minnesota is gearing up for something like that. I mean, you have Kerry Brown from the 2023 class that is with the team now. You've got Koi, Koi Perich and Zahir Rayner, who we've talked about recently as 2024 commits in the next year's class. You've got Darius Green. You've got Aiden Gowsby. You've got Bryson Coleman or Coleman Bryson. I flipped it over, but you get what I'm saying. All young players with three plus years of eligibility left. You've got Jack Henderson with multiple years of eligibility left. You've got Tyler Newbenbeck. There are so many top talented safeties and highly skilled guys at the safety position that are coming in or currently on this Gophers roster. Now, clearly, safety is going to play a more and more important role in this defense, both on the back end, on those actual traditional safety spots and in the nickel slot that we like to run with Coach Joe Rossi. But what does that mean what does that role look like for a guy like Coleman Bryson this year and his role for 2023? Because right now it looks like Newbin and Darius Green will be the traditional starters at the safety positions. But I find it hard, believe, hard to believe that Coleman Bryson wouldn't get an opportunity to play just knowing the talent that, that is there, knowing the impact he had in that bowl game to be the bowl MVP and have a pick six. You've seen those ball skills in the practices now. I don't think he's just going to be a guy who's waiting in the wings. I don't think he's just going to be a depth piece. I think they're going to find a role for him, but how involved and how, how much usage will that role get? So I think the, the safeties work and what Minnesota does with the safeties is going to be a huge question for moving forward. Now, the final question and the most important question for the Gophers defense moving forward, especially in 2023, and maybe we'll get a taste of it in the spring game, is what will the true strength of this defense be in 2023? Now, some ideas that I've had is, is it flexibility? Is it hit power? Is it tackling and the consistency in that department? All seem like possibilities. Maybe it's all three. But if you look at the past years, 2021, it was the ability to create pressure, cause issues for the quarterback, and stop the run game. 
That was a huge strength of the 2021 defense. Then you move to 2022. It was the speed. It was the depth at almost every position out there on defense and having the talent built in in the background to continue to thrive, rotate people in, keep, keep them fresh. That was a huge strength along with the closing speed of the team. So 2023, I'm not exactly sure. I don't think it emulates either one of those teams, but we know Rossi plays to the strength of his personnel. So I am excited to see what this team kind of turns into and shapes out to be. I think this team can pack a punch. You talk about Tyler Newbin, Cody Lindenberg, Jack Henderson, Darius Green, Devin Williams. All these guys are dudes that have impact tackling. I mean, you look at Mariano Sori Marin last year. He was a guy that when he hit, you're like, ooh, ooh, that 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 I felt that up in the stands. I felt that up in the booth. I felt that from the t- behind the TV screen. Like you felt those impact hits. All those players I just named hit like that. They have that power behind them, that gusto behind them. So I think this team is going to pack a punch, and maybe that turns into more turnovers. Maybe it's more fumbles on that front. Maybe the DBs are able to come up with more interceptions. Maybe the linebackers are better in coverage, and we have linebacker interceptions. We'll see what that is. But overall, there are some big hitters on this team. Now, I think no matter what, I think what we will see from this 2023 defense at the core is you're going to see heart, you're going to see details, and you're going to see fundamentals. That is how this unit is going to give offenses issues. I think that is how this defense can be a top defense in the nation, is by cleaning up and having such clean play and being dedicated to the scheme and playing it to a T. That is how this team can necessarily create and cause issues for opposing offenses. I think that will be at the core of this defense. So that's something to look forward to, but something we're going to try to pick put pick and see as we look at this 2023 defense. Now, tomorrow we're going to talk some prep for the offensive side of ball before we officially hit that spring game. So be sure to hit subscribe so you don't miss a beat. And then also we will be doing a, sh- a show on Saturday afternoon after the spring game to talk the spring game, thoughts and reactions, and much more. This is Kane Rob signing off. I will see you tomorrow. Row the boat. Sky Yuma. Go Gophers.